Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. This is Sean Cleveland with Regeneration X. I just want to say, how are you doing today? I pray all is well with everyone. I pray I find you doing great things in the Lord this day, and that you continue to be blessed, that you continue to be strong in His Word, in His presence, and doing the will of the Lord. Because he is a faithful father unto his children. And I just praise him this day. I I knew I what I wanted to say today, but I just feel I need to really give glory unto the Lord because he is the one who keeps us. He is the one who loves us. And I understand one thing that I don't deserve his love. I don't deserve his power and I don't deserve to be called his son but yet he's called me to his presence he's called me as a son he's called me to his glory by his power and not my power and so I I just want to submit to him to be humble before him and when I mean humble, a lot of people think, yeah, humble, I got to be humble. Oh, I'm just no good. Uh, I'm worthless. Uh, I'm I'm beneath everybody. And they see that as humble. That's not humble. That's, that's destroying yourself. That's putting yourself down. And you should not do that. But what I mean by humble is that I'm submitted to his will. I surrender my life to him. And when I do wrong, I go to him and say, Father, I am your son and I have failed. I confess this to you and I desire your forgiveness. And he, being a loving father, forgives me. And that even humbles me even more before him. Whereas there's times I didn't even want to forgive myself. There are times people won't forgive me for something I may have done or said. And then there's times there's, I don't want to forgive people. And I need to come before him and submit myself to his glory and his power and his will. It's not about lifting up Sean and thinking Sean is so great because without the Lord Sean is lost I have nothing and there's nothing I can do about it I cannot save myself I cannot save anyone but I go to the one who is my savior and just glory in his presence for only in his presence can I be lifted up because he's the only one who is the lifter up of my head? He's the one who promotes. He's the one that causes us to rise up in power because it all belongs to him. But still, there are those out there who desire to exalt themselves. Very braggadocious. People who 
see themselves as almost as demigods who see themselves above everybody else. Even amongst those who call themselves the children of the Most High, I hear it so much. They brag about themselves. Oh, I I pray 10 hours a day. Uh, I'm just so faithful to the Lord, and I give so much money. And then they'll brag about the, or maybe their family. Oh, my child is the best singer ever. Just the most anointed singer out there. Or my 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 child is just like the most dynamic preacher teacher out there. And oh, I'm a prophet, and I prophesy on, on everything I say is accurate. And everybody just comes to me, and they're like, Sean, you're just so great. And I'm like, yes, the Lord has called me to this, and I'm powerful in this. You should come to me because I know so much. And I, I read scripture 20 times a day, and I've, I've read through the entire Bible cover to cover. And um, I'm just so favored by the Lord because of I'm such a great person, and I'm just so holy. to exalt yourself and to be prideful. And pride is a thing. And we need to understand it is not for us to lift up ourselves. We're here to represent the Lord. I'm not here to represent me. Even our Savior told us that he came in the name of the Lord. He came to show forth the Father. And this should be our heart, too. Not to try to exalt ourselves, to be the exalted. The Lord will exalt who he wants to exalt. And he will humble who needs to be humble. If you follow along with me, turn to James chapter 4. I'm going to start reading at verse 7. James speaks to us and he says, Therefore, submit to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Lament and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he will lift you up. There's a lot being said here. And he starts off in verse 7 with, therefore, submit to God. This is the beginning. Our submissiveness to be submitted to our Lord is preeminent knowing that he is Lord, and knowing that our desire should be to do his will and to come into his presence, to be covered by him. This is resist the devil and he will flee from you. Don't waste your time screaming at the devil. Don't waste your time rebuking. But when the enemy comes, and the enemy always shows up, to cause trouble. Resist what he is saying. Resist what he is doing. And when he sees he cannot bring you 
to his side. He will leave you when he tempted the Messiah, Yeshua, Jesus in the wilderness. He kept tempting him and tempting him, and the Lord resisted him. And when the enemy saw he had no way of getting to our Lord, the scripture said he left for a more opportune time. He's an opportunity. He waits for us to make a mistake, and then he'll capitalize on it. He doesn't bring the sin, but he will exploit the sin in us if we allow him to do so. So when we're submitted to the Lord, we will resist the enemy. We will resist the ways of Satan, and then he will leave because he will see he has no power over us because we are covered in the power and glory of our Lord and we admit it to our Lord. And that's the whole point of what he's saying here, to cleanse ourselves from our sins and cleanse our, ourselves from what we think is right and to do away with the things of the flesh. Not be prideful when he says lament and mourn. He, he's not saying be sad, be unhappy. He's saying... Do not take pleasure in the things that make us happy in the fleshly sense. Don't be proud. Don't be boastful. Don't be the type of person who's sensual. You just want to lift up yourself and please you and take pleasure in the things of the flesh. No. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he will lift you up. If you want to be lifted up, there's only one way. That's to be humble. To serve others. To bless others. To be obedient to the Father. There are many people out there who, in the body, their whole goal is to become the pastor. I want to be a pastor. I want to be a pastor. We see it almost as, Climbing the corporate ladder. You one day want to own your own company and be CEO. There's nothing wrong with that. But when you have that corporate mentality in the body, and there's lots of times that we that we run the body of Christ as it's a corporation, and we need to understand we're in the kingdom of the Lord, and He runs the kingdom. We're obedient servants, but there are those still who want to climb the corporate ladder as soon as they, they get saved. And I, I know a young man, and, and I, I, I think he's tremendous, but he's like, I'm going to be a pastor. I'm going to be a pastor. I'm going to be a pastor. And I'm like, are you called to be a pastor? Because that's a calling. That's not something uh, you just decide you're going to do. You know what? I'm going to be a pastor. And I've seen people who, who've done this, and I've seen men and women stand in the pulpit and call themselves pastor, and you just see that they're just so full of themselves, and they don't really know how to expound on the scriptures, and they're, they're very arrogant, and they want everybody to submit to them. They're not preaching submission to the Lord, but they're preaching submission to themselves. And I can almost pick those, these type of people out. They use the same uh, uh, verse of scripture when it talks about uh, you, you, you will not touch the prophets of the Lord. And I'm a prophet, and 
who has called me and you do something wrong to me, the Lord is going to get you. I grew up hearing that. People who exalted themselves to such a degree, they treated the Lord almost like a guard dog. Oh, oh, you didn't do what I wanted you to do? God's going to get you. And I'm not talking about you doing wrong or you committing sin and just that you didn't do what they wanted to do or you didn't do it the way they wanted it done. And so they'll look at you and declare how the Lord's going to punish you because you weren't obedient to them. Not that you weren't obedient to the Lord, but you weren't obedient to them. They wanted something from you. I, I've seen this many times where somebody who thought they were just so great and, and the, they're the Lord's favorite, and when you don't give them something like, uh, oh, um, I need money to buy something. Why don't you give me that? Give me that money. Well, no, I can't give you this money I have because I need it for gas to get to work the rest of the week, and I don't get paid till the end of the week. Oh, you're not gonna give me your money. The Lord's going to get you. And so they've exhausted themselves to the point that they see themselves almost above the Lord. They're not humble before him. They have not submitted to him, but they want everyone else to submit to them. Oh, you're not going to let me borrow your car because you got to go to work? The Lord's going to get you. Wait a minute, I'm supposed to not have a way to work. I work in another city, it's a half hour drive. You want me to give you my car so you can drive to the movies and I have to find a way to work. And then when I don't let you use my car because I have to work, the Lord's going to destroy me? Is that what you're telling me? You're so high and lifted up that when you don't get your way, the Lord is standing there ready to destroy whoever doesn't give you your way. So you become exalted above even the Lord. You wouldn't admit to that, but people do put themselves above the Lord. They do not humble themselves before him. They are not submissive to him. They want to run everything. My heart's desire is what should be done. Even our Messiah said in the garden when he is suffering, and he said, Lord, if you will, take this cup from me. But then he said, not my will, Lord, but your will be done. Even the Messiah was submitted to the Father. And he did not want to do his own will, but he wants to do the will of the Father, even to the point of death. And when he died, taking on all sins of mankind, the Lord rose him back up by the power of his spirit and seated his son at his right hand. He was exalted by the Father because he was submitted unto death to the Lord. Are we living a life of submission? Are we trying to exalt ourselves in everything? It's a sad state. And I see that so much. I, I, I 
deal with a person almost on a daily basis, and everything's about them. The Lord wants everything for them, and the Lord will get everybody who speaks against me. I'm the child of the Lord, of the greatest prophet ever. And I just look at him and say, there's, there's no humility. There's no submissive. When somebody is not with them, this person wants to take them out. And then they start quoting scripture, and he, you're not supposed to touch the anointed of the Lord. Don't touch the prophet. That's me. So if you said something against me, well, you did something wrong, and this person pointed it out. <laughs> you're wrong. You're point blank. I see this person, they're wrong so much. And when they're confronted, they get angry and, and talk about how the Lord is going to take somebody down, but I look at them and say, you don't think the Lord is going to do something in your life because you're you're doing things that are not right, you're, you're, you're sinning, you're, you're prideful, you hurt people, and you don't care because you want to be all about you. You just want to be exalted above all people. And I don't see you showing the love of the Lord to the people, but I see you being prideful and throwing your power around and you're not lifting up anybody, but you're just exalting yourself. Do you know somebody like that? Are you like that? You want to be exalted? You don't want to be humble. And it is a very sad state. And I have a relative that they'll go to a, a church service and when the service is over, they'll say, mm-hmm, that was a good word. The pastor really told those people. And I'm like, the pastor told the people? Are you saying he, he didn't tell you? I mean, you, you're just above everything. You, you've done no wrong. Mm-hmm, the people should have been listening because that preacher was preaching the truth, and those people needed to hear it. And so I'm looking at this relative, and he's like, excluding himself from the people. All the people, they need to hear the word. They need this word. They need to be humbled by the Lord. But my relative was like sitting in a position where they feel they don't need to hear the word. The word wasn't for them because they just know it all. And they don't. But they exalt themselves. And they argue with everybody about everything when it comes to scripture. And they'll quote a scripture and the person they're arguing with will comment on it with truth and understanding and then that relative will jump to another scripture that has absolutely nothing what they were talking about has nothing to do what they're they're speaking on but this relative will jump to something else another scripture just to get away from being wrong and then you look at them and say, what are you talking about? That scripture has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Well, no, the Lord, the Lord said this and the Lord said that. Yeah, but we're talking about this, and you suddenly jump to something totally different. Why? Because they're getting defensive. They don't feel like they're being exalted, and they don't want to be humble. It's a sad affair. And it's even worse when 
you look down on other people and compare your perceived holiness. And your your perceived holiness is so much greater than this other person who's just trash in your eyes. We look down on people. I, I work with people who um, have mental illness, and some of them are also homeless. And we try to help them out. We try to counsel them. We try to correct them. But then there are other people who just want to come in and be big and bold and want everybody to lift them up and exalt them and say great things. And they're not concerned about the people because these are lowly people. They're no good. They're 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 crazy. They're homeless and they don't amount to anything and they don't help society and they just look down on these people. And it brought me to Luke 18. I'm going to start reading at verse 9. Also, he spoke this parable, meaning Yeshua Jesus, to some who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and despised others. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself, God, I thank you that I am not like other men, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even as this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give tithes of all that I possess. And a tax collector, standing afar off, would not so much as raise his eyes to heaven, but he beat his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you this, I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other, for everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. So you have a Pharisee, uh, one of the spiritual leaders at that time, and you have a tax collector, you know, a guy we will say works for the IRS, and the Pharisee was just so full of himself. He, he went before the Lord, and he was just so full of his own self-righteousness. And he's like, oh, Lord, I'm, I'm happy that I'm better than other men. And, you know, I fast and I and I give tithes. And and I'm so glad I'm not like this guy over here, <laughs> this tax collector. You know, what a joke. He's just so full of sin. And he's no good, just like the extortioners, the adulterers. He's just a sinner. Well, I am just so righteous because I do stuff. And I know a lot of people like that. Then you have the tax collector who was so humble in the presence of the Lord, he couldn't even lift up his head to look upward. All he could do was beat on his chest and say, Father, forgive me. Have mercy on me. I am a sinner. He knew he needed the Lord. And he humbled himself. He submitted himself before the Lord, crying out for the mercy of the Most High the only one who was able to save, who sent his son to die for our sins, 
that we can have salvation, that we can come boldly before the throne, yet submitted unto the Lord and humble in his presence and say, Father, I submit to you. I am a mere mortal. My righteousness is like filthy rags. But you are holy. And I submit myself to you. I place myself in your hands for your glory's sake, that you may be glorified through me. I know I'm not worthy, but you have covered me in the blood of your son, and you call me to your kingdom. And even though I'm not worthy of your love, you show me your love. Even though I'm not worthy of your mercy, you show me mercy. Even though I'm not worthy to enter your presence, you call me into your presence. Because you are Lord. That's where we need to live. Submit it to the King of Kings. Glorying in the presence of the Lord of Lords. Yahweh, the mighty Lord of all creation, whose reign is eternal without beginning nor ending. He is the great I Am. He is the true and faithful witness. He is Lord above all, and there is none like him, my king, my father, my all in all. And you, I move and breathe and have my very being. It you, you are my life. Without you, I'm a dead man. Glory to the king. Submit yourself. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will lift you up. Don't get caught up in wealth. Don't get caught up in titles. Don't get caught up in your physical looks. Do not get caught up in the praise of men, because that will bring you down. But be caught up in his presence, the presence of the Most High. And submit yourself. Be humble before him. And in due season, he will exalt you at this time, his way, for his purpose. He would not exalt you just to make you happy or just to make you look good, but he would exalt you because you're humble and because that you praise him and exalt his name. He is exalted above all. My Lord, my God, my King, my Father, my life. Separate from him, I have nothing. So I come today, Lord, and I submit to you, do your will. Have your way in my life. Be exalted in my life. Forgive me when I stumble and do wrong, when I lean to the flesh and not to your spirit. Forgive me. Have mercy on me, Lord. I am just a man who worships an all-powerful Lord. Forgive me. Forgive us. My brothers and sisters who are listening, who you love as you love me, we come together as one to exalt your name. 
to cry out, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. We submit to you today, Lord. Be glorified in our midst. Enthrone yourselves on the praises of your people. Let us submit always to the Lord. Let us be obedient to his call upon our lives. We need to understand none of us are worthy. But if we come humbly before him, we will be exalted for his name's sake. This has been Sean Cleveland with Regeneration X. It's always love to hear from you. You can find me on Facebook, Sean Cleveland, or you can email me at regenerate07 at yahoo.com. Praise him, give him glory, exalt him, humble yourself before him, for he truly is exalted. Our Lord and our God and our King. God bless. Walk in his glory. Till we see each other again, or talk to each other again, be blessed. Bye-bye.